So yeah, it's been a minute since I recorded a podcast, but I am back, sorta. Now, the podcast, I mean, obviously, I'm not just going to get rid of it right now. I I haven't been posting it because I've just been doing a lot lately, but I'm working back in my schedule. So it might be a podcast here and there every so often until I get a more consistent schedule. But anyways, as I was doing before I stopped the podcast for some months, I adopted a new approach as to how I run this podcast, meaning I give people flowers where they can still smell them and all that good stuff. So, shout out to Kate Love. Now... She is, I don't know, I've never seen her person, only know her from Facebook. We had a few, you know, disagreements, you know, especially when it comes to Deshaun Watson and the whole him wanting to get out of Houston situation. But she has a podcast on the Next Pitch podcast. You should probably check it out. You can get it, um, you can get it, I believe, where you can get your podcast after everything, so... You know, it's SoundCloud, app, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all that good stuff. And, yeah, check it out. On her recent episode, she talked to Chris Medlin. He is a Formula One writer. Shout out to Formula One. Their season about to start soon. And, yeah, it's pretty interesting. So, check out her podcast. I'll put the link to the podcast in the description below. So, on this episode, we're talking about Deshaun Watson, and yeah, this is, this is interesting. So, let's get into it. My name is Gregory Joseph. You can catch this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Yes, it's been a minute. It's been a long minute, but I'm back. Sort of. Anyways, so let's talk about what's been going on, like, recently. Now, obviously, unless you live under a rock, you know that Deshaun Watson has formally put in a trade request you know, to get out, to get away from Houston, Texas. But you also know that Deshaun Watson signed a what four year, five year extension worth $156 million back in September. And really the only only thing that I'll have to say before we get to the more serious conversation is a lot of people will kinda people was mad at me because they kinda assumed that I was not giving Deshaun his right to make a trade request, which I always did. Like, let's let's keep it one hundred. Deshaun asking for a trade is not new. Is I'm not offended by it. I'm not one of these guys that's like, hey, honor your contract. I ain't one of those guys. But at the same time, 
if I am the Texans, I am in a position to where if I want to let Deshaun Watson go, then, yeah, I will. But if I don't, then either he sits out, you know, retire, but even if he retired, he'd be back at square one because the Texans still hold his rights for the next five years, which is the point I'm trying to make people like that. Like, put it like this. The Texans, as far as Cal McNair and Jack Easterby go, are a bunch of dweebs. But they are a bunch of dweebs with the control of the Sean Watson contract at the moment. So, yeah, it's just, it's just what it is. It's unfortunate for the Sean, but when you – and, yeah, I know people are trying to – Say, hey, man, don't blame the man for finding money. What, you know, what black person you know can, you know, pass up on $160 million? Like, I mean, I understand that. And don't get me wrong. Yes, the generational wealth in regards to race between white people, black people, and Asian, it's, like, so disproportionate. I get that. I understand that. And especially when you play a sport like football. Like, that's, yeah. But at the same time, unfortunately, there is a flip side to what happens if you sign a contract and whether or not you – Realize it or not, the time of signing, the team that you signed to, that you told, hey, I will be here for the next five years, are a bunch of dweebs. So, yeah. Like I said, it's unfortunate for the son that he felt like he wants out, but at the same time, just like, like just practically speaking, the Texans do have this final state if – He's traded. Only Deshaun can do, in theory, is pick where he trade gets going goes to because he has no trade clause. And I guess if you Deshaun at that point, I said the Texans want to trade you to shit. I don't know, Denver. But you don't want to go to Denver, and that's the only team the Texans are willing to trade you to. Then either you expand their list to include Denver. And you be there for the next five years, or you sit and either play or retire or whatever. What the hell are you gonna do? Again, that's unfortunate for Deshaun, at least in the aspect of playing football. Now, that's a more serious issue to talk about now. Now, you know, it's Tuesday, March sixteenth, twenty twenty one. I'm at Dots. It's one of my favorite restaurants. In Houston, well, talking to my sister Candace, you know, eating and whatnot. This is around nine o'clock in the evening, and next thing you know, we have a Instagram post from one Tony Busby, and basically saying, "This is a this is not about money. This is about judgment." Now, basically, in a sense, Deshaun Watson is getting is uh, facing lawsuits. Yes, multiple lawsuits. Of sexual assault with, I guess what we know for right now, female masseuses. Yeah, right. On the 16th, it was just one. Today, <laughs> there's a second one, March 17th, as a second one, which sounds like two more is on the way. And. Yeah, this is definitely a yikes moment on a lot of levels. And 
it's just, it's just, you know. First of all, let's you know before I really get to the, let's let's just kind of throw some things out now. No, Deshaun Watson is not trying to lower his trade value on purpose for the Texans. You know, he's not trying to do that because that's just even just not even on just again just logistically looking at this. If you try, why would you fake an allegation this serious on yourself? Like Deshaun, like have you know that that just doesn't look that doesn't is it not it don't sound smart I should say. Like like just logic wise no. Because now you're you you are. You you're attaching a hor- horrific stigma to your name just to get out of the city? Yeah, no. Let's let's not let's not go there. So let's start out the window. No, the Houston Texans are not trying to be petty and run a smear campaign against Deshaun Watson because um this is the guy, at least in public, that the Texans want to keep like they had not made him they not have they didn't have yet as of March seventeenth, two thousand twenty one at seven thirty one PM Central Time, Houston, Texas, they have not made Deshaun Watson available for trade. Now obviously that could literally change while I'm recording this podcast. But as of at this moment, they have not made him available for trade. They just have they have not. Which tells me, at the very least, for now, they're trying to hold on to him. Now, whether or not they trade him at the deadline or before the season starts, that's not a conversation for another day. I'm going to talk about that right now. What we're talking about is the idea that they would run a smear campaign against a dude that they want to keep. Or, at the very least, if they're going to trade him, they want the most comp- the biggest compensation ever. And it's going to be the biggest compensation ever because this is a franchise quarterback who is tied to whatever team he ends up in in 2021, whether it be still the Texans or elsewhere, for five more years. So, why would you do that? Why would you purposely do that to your own business and brand? Why would you do that in the name of being petty? That so that that just don't, don't sound right to me at all. So, let's rule that out as well. Because again, on its face. It just says the sound. The more that th- now, that's also this is the reason why let's throw out both these um these those lot those viewpoints because we have four now. I don't know if there's more coming after that. We have basically four cases on Deshaun Watson's head right now. So, which tells me, at least to me, this is my personal opinion. I'm still I'm still neutral. I'm still trying to. We have some details. I wish I would read them for you guys, but to me, if more cases come out, more allegations come out, at some point, at least one or two of them are true. Now, I you know again, the 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 point about believe women in this time of day is not to just say oh. The Jim Watson, I mainly did it. Get him. Screw him. No. 
is the idea is, hey, let's listen to them. Let's take this seriously. Let's seriously look into what's going on here to make sure that what's being alleged either did happen or didn't happen. So, yeah, that's just the biggest thing in that regards. So, let's... This whole thing is crazy as hell. Anyways, so let's get into what the hell is even going on. What's the details? There's so many details. So, I'm going to give you guys some of the details so far, at least from what I'm seeing. And then I will, give, I will go to the statements and all that good stuff because you know how this is, you know, what we do. So... I'm going to read a few excerpts from Sports Illustrated. This is an updated excerpt. Again, I'm reading this at 7.34 p.m. And this was posted four hours ago. So, let's go ahead and get this going. And, actually, you know what? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, okay. I'm, okay. I'm going to start here. Here we go. The lawsuit claims Watson assaulted the plaintiff listed as Jane Doe in the case during a massage session at her home in March 2020. Watson, Watson contacted her through Instagram via direct message for a massage. Prior to the scheduled session, Watson described what he was looking for. This who states, he told the plaintiff that he wanted a massage for relaxation and that he was not seeking a typical sports massage. Before the massage started, the plaintiff left the room and returned to find Watson completely naked, and it's in quotes, completely, completely naked with only a small towel covering his groin area, close quote, that she said she brought with him. In the suit, the plaintiff said she began feeling extremely uncomfortable within 25 minutes of the session starting, to, starting due to Watson's comments and behavior. She started that the quarterback was aggressively dictating how he wanted the massage done. The lawsuit says it was apparent that Watson wanted the massage for only one reason. Sex. Let's, um, let's keep going. As she was trying to figure out how to extric extricate herself from the situation, Watson continued to aggressively attempt to steer the conversation to how plaintiff was not rubbing him the way that he wanted. Several times, he specifically kept trying to direct her to his penis. At one point, he purposely exposed the tip of his penis from under the towel. The lawsuit claimed the quarterback was fully erect and he moved his body so he can expose himself more. It also alleged Watson purposely touched the plaintiff's hand with the tip of his penis. Whew, shit. Yikes. Yikes. Oh, oh, I know, I know, I know. Let me read this last part and, we, we, yeah, let's, let me read this last part. The suit says two other NFL players reached out to her for a massage, claiming that Big D recommended her. The plaintiff assumed that Big D was Watson. Whew. Yeah, that's a lot. So, what we do know so far is Deshaun Watson has hired Rusty Harden, per Aaron Wilson, to be his rep representation in this lawsuit. And... I sort of made a joke about this. I don't know if I should have or shouldn't have, but I did it anyways. And I said, that, hey, man, you don't get the full Houston experience unless you have to hire Rusty Harden. <laughs> like, dog, 
we had like Kevin Murphy, Roger Clemens, like do I need to say more? Anyways, let's go ahead and go to the statements that the both the Texans and Deshaun Watson put out through their social medias. From the Texans. We became aware of a civil lawsuit involving Deshaun Watson through a social media post last night. This is the first time we heard of the matter, and we hope to learn more soon. We take accusations of this nature that involve anyone within the Texas, Houston Texas organization seriously. We will, wait, we will await further information before making any additional statements on this incident. All right, so Deshaun Watson's statement reads as follows. As a result of a social media post by a publicity-seeking plaintiff lawyer, I recently became aware of a lawsuit that had apparently been filed against me. I have not yet seen a complaint, but I know this. I have never treated any woman with anything other than the utmost respect. The plaintiff lawyer claimed that this, is, this isn't about money, but before filing suit, he made a baseless six-figure set of a demand, which I quickly rejected. Unlike him... This isn't about money for me. It's about clearing my name, and I look forward to doing that. All right. So, whew, again, this is a lot to digest. This is like this. We haven't even made it 24 hours yet on this whole situation, and it's already like just kind of made the circles around. I haven't even checked the local ESPN podcast to even see what they are saying about this. But here's what I will say about this, and for. Again, as I mentioned earlier, the two talking narratives that people immediately went to, we got to chill on that. We got to give, we have to do the only logical thing to do in this sense is to give it time, is to give it, let it go through this process that we all agreed to as a collective society and let the information come out the way that it will, then we will go from there. And because as far as I'm concerned, I have I, Deshaun Watson making out a statement is not bad, but it doesn't it doesn't like I mean again, but it doesn't really clear his name at the moment. It don't say that oh yeah he didn't do it, but you know obviously it doesn't. And as he said in the statement, he is looking forward to clearing his name. And I will say this: I hope that Deshaun Watson, for his sake, is right that he is yeah he is trying to clear his name. And there is no trying to cover up what the what, whatever happened. I just hope. And I just want people to understand that this isn't, this isn't coming from a place of quote unquote hate or anything like that. I don't hate the man. Like I just I want the man to actually have a great career. He's a damn good quarterback, obviously. But still, if any of this is true, dog, dog, what the fuck? No, like seriously, what the hell? So I would advise anybody to try not to solve a case that's going to take weeks and months. And, you know, let's just kind of wait. And I know people hate, I, love, I know that people like to, you know, drag to Texas, and they deservedly so, deserve the heat that they're getting. But we cannot go off the deep end and... You know, oh, the Texans are trying to put the black man down because he don't want to play for them no more. Like, yo, are we really thinking in our thought logic? Are we thinking? Are we taking the time to really put this into the proper context? Are we really taking the time to actually think about what we're saying here? Because what we're saying here 
is the Texans willingly faked a allegation against one of the most likable dudes in the NFL. Like, so likable, by the way, that he is not getting slandered or grilled for wanting out before his new deal even kicks in. Like, come on, guys. Let's just let's just kind of use our brains a little bit, including myself, because I, you know, including myself. Anyways, so we need to be careful about that, and we got to be careful about, you know, trying to deny stuff because we don't want it to be true. So if Deshaun did it, then he is also a dweeb. And he is worse than a dweeb. He's a scum. Because, come on, dog. You're supposed to have a girl. And you're going to, you know, masseuse's, I guess, the masseuse's house. That's what you conduct business at. So I'm not really tripping on that part. But, dog, if this is true, come on, man. Come on. Like, Houston as a city has done has dealt with a lot of scandals and which has come to which comes to this one last point and I think I'm just gonna end it right here because really I have nothing else to say about what's going on with these lawsuits. Other than I hope there I hope this stops here at four and all those fours are are deemed to not be hundred percent true. The craziest thing right now in Houston sports is even though the Astros had a whole cheating scandal going on, like the whole cheating scandal, like GM, A.J. Hinch fired, Jeff Luna fired, Jim Crane had to pay the largest fine in, that he can get fined, and they still are the most stable, the most functional franchise in Houston pro sports. How in the hell to do that work? And, oh, shit, I hate this for it. And also, 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 let me think, let me, hold on. And here's a message for all three owners of the Houston sports team. Cal McNair, Tim Fertitta, and Jim Crane. We got black head coaches here. And my, you know, Suspicious is that these black head coaches are going to be here for the cleanup job, and once the team gets good, all of a sudden they didn't fit the system no more, the players are listening to them no more, and they get fired, and somebody else comes through the door, most likely a white male come through, and they get out of glory because they won a championship. But, you know, you hired a black man when, you know, it's – but Bonnie Jones said it's the best. It is amazing the level of diversity when there is a scandal or issue up front. Anyways, this is this is my time for now. I'll be back at some point. But until then, my name is Gregory Joseph. Thank you for listening to the Justin Dots Podcast. You can catch the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Also, check out the next Pitch Podcast by Kate Love. I'm telling you, check it out. No, seriously, check it out. I listened to it the other day. I wouldn't be telling you to listen to it if I didn't think it was good. I'll remember to put that in the description below. But, hey, check it out. Thank you for listening, and catch you next time. Peace.